Good morning, PML. Your boy is Nefarious Aaron. I am here for the breakfast show. I got the breakfast crew in the building. I got Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say hello to the people. Yo, I don't know why you like did it like that. But yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy Deloitte, we are back. Uh, another episode. And, um, you know, I'm excited to be here. I guess technically today's advanced day. Every day's advanced day during preseason. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we're almost here. Regular season. Yeah, almost the regular season. Preseason is the best time of the year for the XP hunt. Um, we got a uh, somebody taking advantage of it in the building uh, over there. Uh, we'll get to him in a second, but we got HD in the building. HD, say hello. Yeah. HD is all <laughs> ultra PMSC today, guys. So we apologize ahead of time. We apologize ahead of time for his PMSC bullshit. Uh, we don't know where it's coming from. But he's a big baby. Uh, we also got the de- the XP Hunter himself in the building. We got Wimmy, the Tennessee Titans. Wimmy, say hello to the people. Yo, what's up, PML? How you doing? Why am I the, the XP Hunter? What the fuck I do? Because uh, Tiamu finished with 8-for-8 uh, eight eight with three touchdowns on Ant Dog, and you scored 45 points. You are a piece of shit. And I wish you to get removed from the league. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I agree. For some reason, I disagree. Uh, No, I'm joking around. There's nothing actually interesting from uh, preseason. Um, Just some fun draft stuff. Uh, You know, we had the draft Friday night. uh, So we're probably going to talk about that. Um, Anything uh, that was uh, ultra surprising. Uh, one thing comes to mind for me personally. I know it came, uh, you know, came to mind for UHD. I assume that this is also a very surprising thing. Caleb Williams, out of college, ninety-two speed. So, uh, for people that don't know, the Bears before the draft traded their uh, franchise quarterback or uh, claimed to be their franchise quarterback starting season one for um, number eight overall. Was the number seven? Uh, I think it was like six or something like that. Or it was a six? HD, do you remember what, what overall pick it was? Um, uh, I mean, it's a one pick difference to be fair, so I don't know if it matters that much. Well, it was between six and eight, uh, somewhere in between there. He traded uh, ju- um, Justin Fields over to the New York Giants for their draft pick. It was between six and eight, and they end up taking Caleb Williams. Now, if you're sitting there as the Giants, do you look back and say, I'd rather have gotten Caleb Williams because he has that 92 speed. That's, you know, he has that special ability with the speed. I mean, I, yes and no. Like, theoretically speaking, yes. But Burns has been looking for a quarterback for so long. I think he doesn't want to develop one. Like, he just wants a quarterback ready to go. So, I mean. Like, he's developed yeah, He's developed three quarterbacks the same thing as Fields. So, I guess. He like, has four quarterbacks of the same fucking person. I know that's what I'm saying. Like he just I, for I think he just like I don't know if it's mentally he, he just feels like he needs a quarterback. So I guess for that purpose, sure. So so <laughs> the interesting part about this though is it depends on what you want too. Because if you if you're burned, maybe you say I feel like 
Justin Fields is the better answer for me because he has 94 throw power compared to Caleb Williams, who might be a little faster, but he has 90 throw power. Obviously, if he gets a good dev and he, you, ex, you get some XP and you get some throw power rolls, it could change. It could be 92, 93. Then you're a little bit closer to that 94. But he does have more throw power and still has, uh, you know, um, good speed. He has the he has an acceptable uh, acceptable speed as a quarterback with ninety. So, um, it was at the end of the day, it could be a win for the Giants, especially if Caleb Williams doesn't get a dev. But now, if Caleb Williams does get a dev, you you trade a chance for a superstar, superstar X factor uh, quarterback for a star quarterback. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't. I didn't understand the trade. Um, I guess for both sides, but I mean, so I don't have much comment other than that. Like I, just, I, I didn't get it. Even after, like I guess I can see, but I still no. don't get it. They they <laughs> traded for the same. Because think about, I, I think if Byrne had pick eight, he still took Caleb Williams. So uh, another another factor in this trade that we're forgetting about too. Um, you know, he gets Caleb Williams, but he also gets. Uh, Jack, uh, Adoree Jackson. So that's another, that's a good corner. Based on Madden, he's a really good corner because he has a lot of speed. Um, let's see if I can pull him up. Yeah, so, all right, I gotta know. He put him at free safety, or was he always at free safety? He put him there. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I don't understand. Why would um put him at free safety? I know he has a lot of speed. Maybe that's why you put him at free safety. But I don't know who he has for corners. That'd be that'd be a good thing to check out. Yeah, I... So taking a look at the cornerback room, you got Jalen Johnson, you got Emmanuel Mosley, you got Grant Haley, uh, Jimmy Moreland, uh, Josiah Scott. Um, pretty solid room. Not not the worst I've seen. Kind of, it's kind of equivalent to mine. But he has he probably has more speed than me. Um, so I mean, moving Adoree to free safety doesn't really hurt. I don't know who he has for safeties. So, yeah, you know, interesting, interesting thing. Uh, let's see. Eddie Jackson is a strong safety. And then if he didn't move Adori over to uh, free safety, who would he have at free safety is the question. So taking a look, uh, Adori Jackson, he had uh, Mikhail Wright and Marcus Hooker. So obviously it gets better. That defensive backfield actually looks really good. You're taking a look at it uh, from every position, his two starting corners. You got 80-plus uh, starting corners with pretty good speed. You got a Dory Jackson playing free safety with uh, a really good speed. You got Eddie Jackson playing strong safety with solid speed. He's more of a veteran and more of a run stuffer. Um, you like the trade? I I like I really like the trade for the Chicago Bears. Like love the trade for the Chicago Bears because really? Justin Fields, if he was a superstar, then maybe it make it a little bit better. But trading a star back like that, um, it it's not like the uh, the. Deshaun Watson trade because Deshaun Watson was a 90 overall star quarterback uh, at the end of the day. This one, you know, you got a star quarterback that's only 84 overall, maybe even 83 at the time he was traded. So not a bad. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing 
is like some of these players that are getting drafted in these last, you know, especially in this draft, are kind of they're boosted. Like I feel like I feel like every everyone's got a couple players that are just like either freak athletes or just have stupid attributes. Like like some of it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was that that brings up another point, another surprising thing about this draft class. The amount of speed for linebackers. I think there was like four or maybe five 90-plus speed linebackers in this draft. Um, I know I, I, I picked. I don't think that's a boosted thing. I know it's like a conversion system from like the, you know, from like NCAA and all that type of stuff that goes into that. I'm sure JT could like maybe could boost other things. I don't think physicals, but I think that's just kind of the nature of football. Like if you just did, look at like it, yeah like the did, new did he say he was gonna boost them though? No, yeah, but I don't think yeah, speed, but other like awareness and shit yeah, like I don't that think speed is 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 what he's aiming for. So because if you look at even if you look at NCAA right, and and we know we're coming off that conversion, all the linebackers are pretty fast, and I just think mm-hmm. like I said, like that's literally just the new age. Like linebackers are are becoming more athletic, you know. So I just think that's just more of the new wave like and i think we'll see it you know in real life and you know unknown it's just what it is like with the passing game the, the way it is in real life you got to get athleticism on defense so, so so this is uh this is a question i have um do you think that you know i i brought this up actually to jt before um the how you know with ncaa and how we do it we use the same uh you know franchise safe same same safe franchise the players progress within the franchise, you know, freshmen that were five-star recruits start to progress. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the game has their height change and their weight change and all that. Um, but do you think that the, uh, the way that you progress in NCAA also affects the way we see these draft classes in season four and season five because NCAA might progress them a little a little crazy, you know what I mean? Like we had three, six, seven wide receivers. Are they really gonna? When we see them in, in a few Maddens, are they gonna be in the game like six five, six six? Yeah, so I don't know how he does it. The game doesn't change height. Um, okay. I, I always want NCAA to do. You know, when you come in at seventeen, you're gonna gain weight and, and get maybe an inch taller, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but it doesn't do that. Um, so. I think, but I do know the weights will be different. I think he kind of adds, like, to what you would kind of expect a player to gain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, when you go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of there. And then, obviously, like, height could be off an inch or two because people are, are creating these rosters, right? Like, yeah. So it could be an inch or two different, you know, depending on, you know, what website you're looking at, 24-7 or ESPN or whatever it is. So it could be slightly off, but I think in general it is – what you want to see when they come to the league? Mm. At least close to it. Now, when it comes to the 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 speed and in XP side of things, you know, not the height and the weight. Um, is is the progression system over in NCAA pretty fast? No. So I mean, you you will gain like maybe you could probably gain like three or four overalls. You gain one speed like every off season. It's pretty much like you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's going to be you, plus one it's, speed. It's like, it's, like, it's like plus three, plus four for, like, overall, and then plus one for, like, 
pretty yeah. much all the more like basic Important things. You, yeah, yeah you, you you may get like a couple of like plus twos, plus threes on certain things, but it's, well, I don't it, know what he uses in the off season. Um, because I know there's a couple of like programs and mods like where it may change the progression, and I don't think he uses any of those. And I don't know if he uses the default because I know he'll go through and he'll redo um everything for the off season, make sure players are where they need to be and all that stuff. So um I'm not even sure like how far they're progressing. And it's just a whole different conversion system. Like just because you're a ninety speed, you know, in this game in NCAA, I, I think it's like a roll of the dice technically. Like he'll be in this range. I think it's kind of yeah. down there, yeah, with that whatever conversion he's using. It's always been an interesting topic for, for me personally. Um, because you know how I like progression. Knowing Jay I'm sure there's some randomness to it. Um, yeah, make, and, and that really creates it where every year, I mean, every cycle for us, the draft class is different, even though you may have the same players technically, right? Like, the players are always going to be a little bit different, or sometimes you know, way different <laughs> than where they were in the previous Madden. So, um I kind of like that aspect of it because even though, like I said, we see the same names, but they perform different. Yeah, so, uh, you know, one of the big names that were at linebacker for um, this draft that was high speed um, was he was interesting because you take you click on his player card. The name was uh, wait, why is Jesse Bates? That's free safety, you know, fucking linebacker. Um, Terrence Lewis. Terrence Lewis was drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. 93 speed linebacker. Uh, now, the interesting part about him is he's coming in at 6'1", 210. So he's the size of a safety. The reason he might not play safety, and this is one of JT's games that he probably puts in there, um, change of direction is not in NCAA. So change of direction is, yeah, depending on what system JT uses, it's basically whatever JT makes up. Um, and he's 93 speed, 96 acceleration, but the agility is 80, and the change of direction is 76. So that's in there. He probably can't play that safety position because he doesn't have the ability to change direction uh, really well or doesn't have the ability to move. Um, he's not very agile. So uh, I assume, you know, that's the kind of give and take with some guys like Uber Athletic. I know there was a Uber Athletic wide receiver he drafted uh, was 6'5", uh, had all the parameters to be a tight end, uh, but with the limit of, you know, has to be 85 or below on the change of direction. Uh, he said that, you know, he made it like an 87, so he can't be moved to tight end. So that's the interesting stuff that he So, um, you know, in that case, I, I see what he's doing there. Uh, what, are you, what are your overall thoughts on the draft class, HD? Um, too much speed at linebacker, not enough speed at corner. Yeah, the corner, corner was uh, relatively slow. We did have some 92, 93 speed. Uh, what, what's the speed you got from that, that corner that you drafted, Marshall? Uh, I want to say it was 92. I got a 92 speed corner, but he doesn't have any change of direction. He has good agility. Oh, is that Marshall Jr.? Uh, yeah, it's Marshall Jr. Um, 
I'm pretty sure it's like a, I think it's like a 91, 92, but like the, the coverage stats and everything are okay, but they're just, they're just not fast. Um, I just like 93 speed, a linebacker. I don't think there was a single 93 speed corner, but like there were like probably like seven linebackers with 90 speed. So, so who's the, who's the highest rated player in the draft? Do we know? The right, right the right tackle that JT took. What, what, what was what's his overall? Some ninety. He's a ninety or eighty, eighty, eighty. Oh my god! <laughs> I, was like, okay. what? I was thinking of speed. Yeah. Uh, I was about to. Yeah, it's just, go. it's just a right tackle anyway. Dude, he would have like a boosted awareness, but his his blocking stats would have been dog shit. No, I'm sure. And and well, like, I like I can I can kind of see it oh. like. You know, I I was not able to draft because I was uh, I had some family uh, events, but uh, like the CPU, like they drafted most of kind of my favorites, but like I feel like everyone was like like even my sixth round pick was a seventy overall. Like I felt like everyone's overalls were kind of pretty good for this fucking draft, which which makes sense because it's season four. Right, which I, right. I get I, which I like. I like that there's kind of a, an adjustment, so picks don't just have trash value. Yes, yes, exactly. Because nobody would be trading for for picks, so he kind of balances it out. Um, you know, um, the linebacker he drafted that would had 93 speed. He's a 63 overall. Obviously, just hunting his speed. Um, taking a look at most of the linebackers drafted, you're looking at high sixties. Yeah, the nineties, the ninety-three speed linebacker was like bad at everything. Like he's a project mm-hmm. guy. Like he he has no strength at all, right? He has like no his block set. I think was pretty bad, but he's fast. So I mean, I think the right system he could work. But like when well, that- I looked at him, like I was like, bro, I don't care how fast he is. Like he's he's trash. <laughs> so that <laughs> brings up a that brings up a pretty good pretty good topic to talk about. You know, uh, guys like that, you know, it goes to somebody like Drama. I don't think it's the best fit for Drama. I think you need somebody more ready to play because Drama's not going to, you know, do AR and upgrade him uh, that way. So I don't think you'll see much from him. But if somebody like, uh, let's say, uh, Took got a hold of, you know, a 93 speed guy like that, I think he could definitely be dangerous. And I I don't Uh, think it's AR. I just think it's play style, right? Like, like just taking like myself, like that wouldn't work for me because I just I'm not I don't have an elite user, you know what I mean? Where I'm just running around, give me a guy with speed, and and I'll make a play. So I think you know those guys that are good at that. I mean they, but they do it all the time, right? They find players that aren't that great, but they are fast and they do what they want them to do, and then they just turn them into elite users, right? So I think it's kind of just depends on who is drafting. Mm-hmm. And, and, like he could be good for somebody. He just wasn't for me, <laughs> so I don't care about him. So a lot of speed at uh, linebacker. There was a, a couple fast wide receivers. One went really early off the board. Um, you know, definitely uh, it was a day three guy because he's a, a project piece. Um, it was uh, it was uh, the Jets that took him. Was it was a second overall that he took him because he took the safety first overall. James Williams. Let's talk about him a little. We could talk about him in a little bit, uh, a little bit too in a second. Um, but you know that wide receiver came off the board with 95 speed, 95 excel, and he was the second fastest wide receiver in the in, in the draft. Uh, 
go go figure. JT actually drafted the fastest wide receiver in the draft with 96 speed, 96 excel, um, in like the third or fourth round. So nobody actually I'm surprised nobody took a flyer on him earlier. Um that was that was a surprise to me that nobody saw that speed. It was like, hey, let me take a shot with them. So it, it's just funny, just cause like I have receivers and I feel like I always go down. You know how you just had that position you draft a lot of? Mm-hmm. So I know I always draft corners and I always draft receivers. So I told myself, do not scout a single one. Because I don't want to like look at receivers and like like one to end up drafting one. So I was like, I'm not even looking at that column at all. So <laughs> I, I had no idea what the receivers looked like. <laughs> I didn't look either. I was mainly focused on corner and stuff like that. You know, um, James Williams, speaking of corners, let's go to defensive backs. James Williams is was the first overall. Now player. recording. Uh, thank you, Bob, for reappearing. But James Williams was the first overall pick. And taking a look at him, well worth the first overall pick. Um, absolute freak of nature. Um, you know, for, he goes to the New York Jets. Um, you know, he's a second coming of guys like uh, Kyle Hamilton. Not necessarily Kyle Hamilton, who's also on the Jets. But more so like guys like uh, Michael Parsons and uh, Isaiah Simmons, who are just freak athletes on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, taking a look at uh, James Williams, do you think he would be first overall pick in every draft we've had uh, so far? Like, if you combine every name that's been drafted uh, in PML, do you think James Williams comes first overall, uh, first overall in each draft? Depends, it depends on the need, but let's say you're starting yeah. a team from scratch. Who's the I mean, first one? I think so. I mean, we talk about just users in general, and and this guy could be an elite user, but he has the ability where he could just be like CPU could control him, and he could be good, right? And then I think if if you have you know back to draft season one or season two draft, like you then have more time to develop him. I yeah. mean, ninety three speed, he's clearly going to be a safety that that's going to be a sub linebacker as well. I mean. He's a great player, so I think he could be first round pick. Out of all the first rounders we had this year, like I think he's up there to me, if not the best one. Yeah, I agree. How do you feel about uh, James Williams in general, uh, HC? He's all right. I mean, he's he's physical. That's that's about it. I mean, his cover sets aren't bad for being high seventies, but did he work? Yeah, he's got. Uh, is he yeah, allowed what? to play? Is he allowed to play sub with ninety three speed? I thought they had to be under like a certain amount of speed. No, it's over something. He's two thirty five, six five. So he's yeah. No, that I thought you had to be a certain speed. Though. I didn't know you could be ninety three. Let me see. I think it's no, change. I know. I know it's change of direction. Has to be under ninety. You know, hit power is gonna be over eighty. Eighty. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah, there's I think speed. So change of direction under ninety. Hit power over eighty. Uh, two fifteen plus. And cannot be in the first part. So he's sub linebacker ready. He's sub linebacker ready. I mean, and the man has he comes in with eighty five tackling, eighty five hit power. I mean, that's. I'm not. I'm not playing him at linebacker. I, I'm playing. I'm drafting him to play safety. I don't. I know he can play linebacker, but I'm not. I'm not putting him there. You need. You, you need the guy to cover the field, and you're gonna have him and Hamilton. You also uh, have Hamilton. Yeah, but he has Hamilton at safety. 
okay, well, fun fact, there's two safeties in the game of football. So one's going to cover the left side, the other's going to cover the right side. What he should do is move him to strong safety before it's too late, and he gets an ability, and he can't change him anymore because they're both free safeties. Yeah, I, mean, I don't mind putting him at strong safety um, just for, like, your base defense. But I think 100%, hands down, when you go to your your um, nickel and dime, like, have him at – or nickel for sure, have him at sub – because you get the animates, you get all that stuff, and it benefits you. So, and he can he tackle has, probably better than a lot of linebackers. In, he also in has world. Ronnie Harrison as his other safety, and he's got eighty-five speed. I'm not putting him at. I'm not putting him at safety. Then you take a look at his corners. He's he has Darius Stingley still. Um, you know, a top corner there. Um, you know, Darius Williams, and then he's got uh, Javelin Deidre, I believe it is. Uh, the uber fast, uh, uber fast corner that you've got over there. A decent uh, spot. You got different, decent coverage. That's for you. I'm, I mean, there, there's no question. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. I'm not putting Williams at linebacker when I need him back there. You could have a lot of fun with this defensive backfield. A lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. It's like a no fly zone. I don't. I think his front seven's okay. Um. I haven't taken taken a look at his front seven, but that defensive backfield is is definitely um, they haven't beat. missed. They've had what, a bunch of top picks, right? You have Kyle Hamilton, you now have Williams, you have uh, Will Anderson, you have a bunch of like high picks that like have not missed. And mm-hmm. I think like you know when you look at it, like talking about like, oh you can have fun, like you have elite. Not only were they you know some of the best players in the draft, like they're all pretty good. You know, so, uh, athletes too. He he can kind of play defense how I do. I I can play more aggressively because I have those DBs and um, Marshall's kind of like one for one with Greedy. So like I'm I'm kind of still in that situation. Like with Will Anderson there, he he's comparable to Miles Garrett. You got Quentin Williams who I just got Barmore. And it's just like you got those DBs that they can play man and they're fast enough to keep up. So it's like you can be aggressive. You can. You can be conservative. He, he can like we we can just play freely on defense, and and it should it should work for the most part. So it's like that. That's why I feel like putting Hamilton or leaving Hamilton and putting Williams at the other safety and letting your three corner. You could literally sit in nickel. That that's normally nickel's my base. Um, it's the Browns' real base defense. It's just like you you can do whatever you want. It, it's it's a nice feeling to have. It's just. I, I think I think if he's as good as people say, he should have no problems. So I'm I'm a little confused. Uh, taking a look at some of these people, um, taking a look at uh, Corey Foreman. He was drafted as a 61 overall. Now he's a 77. No, I think that, that's glitched. I looked at that's that too. I, I was going to mention that's he wasn't a 66. He was, I think he was like a fucking top player. Yeah. So I'm trying to see. I'll go by current overall to see who was probably the biggest bust. Um, you got Terrence Lewis uh, from the one that went to Seattle, the Uber Speed, uh, Uber Speed guy. Um, well, that I don't know. See, I don't know because, like, like you said, it's kind of how you play. Like, he Trauma likes to put that safety at linebacker when he's not supposed to. Now he doesn't have to do that anymore. So he he's gonna have that guy running around with Jamal Adams where he's supposed to be. So I don't know if I'd call that. I would look at. Um, honestly, well, let me see. Was it the first round? Brandon Morrow. You see the brand, the Brandon Morrow pick is also a uh, a, a, uh, a pick that you know he needed defensive end, but he's a sixty four overall that you drafted in the first round. That might have just Bro, been to get him. 
this this thing's so confusing. It says I it says I made the twenty seventh overall pick. I didn't even have a first. Well, yeah, it's still has the original team. Yeah, yeah. This shit's glitchy as hell. Has the original team. I wonder if it has. No, it's not the original team because it's showing his three picks. It it gave me random. random. Yeah, this is this is weird. That's not even my pick. I don't even got pick twenty seven. But um, I think honestly, I. Oh man, biggest bust is. mm, Is San is Sanders that middle linebacker really a sixty eight overall? Yeah. So Sanders is a tight three. Jatavion Sanders is a tight end, and JT drafts him and moves him to linebacker. So he's not a 68. Okay. So he was like a 74, 73, something like that tight end. Because I was going to draft him in the first round. That was the guy I was going after, and he ended up drafting him and then moved him to linebacker. I got to see. I got to see this. He has 73 tackling, 87 hit power, 72 play rank. I'll, I'll say uh, the, most, the most confusing pick for me um, is going to go to Cincinnati twice, taking uh, Trayvon Henderson, that running back, and taking G. Scott. I know he's fast, but you have Hooper, you have Cole Turner, you have Bajan Robinson. Like, this, this, is equivalent, this is equivalent to the Burrow trade last season. Like picking DJ, like you still had Burrow. Um, Bajan's it, Bajan's only he's out for four games. The dude's not dead. Why did you draft a whole new running back in the first round, second round? And if he trades Bajan, then he's the second person, he'll be be suspended. Henderson suspended, which I think I feel like he, I feel like that's why he also drafted Will Shipley. But like, that just this was definitely one of the more confusing thing, like parts of the draft. Uh, it just people see these suspensions and just freak out. Especially, I get he's new here, so maybe that's why. But like, I don't, I don't know. It's just that that was definitely one of the things that confused the shit out of me. I think he's thinking he's new. I mean, not he's new. He's uh, suspended, and uh, didn't Bijan lose his ability? Or he? I don't know if he ever got it right, but he's a star. Yeah, I don't think he's maybe, maybe he's thinking that you know. I think he upgraded. He went up and then came back down, right? Maybe. Yeah, I and think so. Maybe he's thinking like, "Oh, I can draft me another guy that comes in with abilities." Which we'll see. Maybe he's right. Who knows? <laughs> so, so uh, you know, it's interesting. Trevon Henderson is pretty solid. I'll take a look at him right now. Um, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's a franchise guy. I, I think you know. I don't think he's. He doesn't have the ability to run a team with the longevity. You know, playing five seasons, which you know, it's not saying that he's a bad GM. I just think he's not used to it. So that might be one of the reasons why he is wasting draft picks on you know positions technically not of need, especially when he took an early draft pick to get Bajan the, the season before. Yeah. Um, and don't, don't get me wrong; they're good picks. Like Henderson's good. Uh, G Scott with ninety speed's good, but like it just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, you, know, you could have. At other areas, um, I mean, dude, his O line, half his O line's like sixties and seventies. I haven't looked at his team, but there's a lot more he could have done on the uh, the the drafting side to make this roster a little better. 
He was an 80 overall on Madden. Um, one one thing I do, he needs a quarterback uh, before he gets uh, a suspension for that. He needs a quarterback. Um, he has a he's got uh, Gary Bryant Jr. to kind of uh, mess with that wide receiver room. Um, he brought in Adam Thielen. He still has Jamar Chase, who hasn't developed any. Um, the tight end I can kind of see because he only has Austin Hooper. So if he wants to run an additional tight end, you can see G. Scott. No, I mean, he's got Cole Turner that he that he force fit all season one. Or all season uh, two. Take, taking a look at his O line, he definitely could have used some O line. Uh, defensively, he doesn't have anybody in the front besides uh, Michael Pierce. And he's trying to trade uh, Trey Hendrickson. Um, linebackers, he has nobody for linebackers. He definitely could have addressed the defense. His corners are really bad. Um, he's got a little bit of speed, but you've got somebody like Mike Hilton with 87 speed. That's your top corner right now. Um, defensive backfield, you've got Jesse Bates, who's, a, who's obviously one of the best safeties in the league. Uh, Jackson Hill was a good pick last season that he got. But he definitely could have addressed different positions, especially on that defensive side. Um, but to me, what I'm saying, like, kind of ties into the, the, the idea I'm saying, is that, you know, he might not be in, you know, he might not be experienced with the longevity of a CFM where it runs five seasons where you have to spend a year addressing those ugly positions, not those skilled, slacky positions, but the ugly positions like O-line, defensive line, um, you know, the the guys in the trenches doing all the work. Um, you know, you, sometimes you got to address those. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that. Um, I know Deloitte, I, I have an issue with addressing my front seven constantly. And uh, Deloitte, you kind of have the issue with the wide receivers. You know, people have their, their uh, you know, their addictions, you could say, when, when it comes to drafting. So um, maybe he's just not, you know, experienced enough to be like, all right, I got to swallow those, you know, swallow a pill here and take uh, offensive linemen in the first round instead of taking the, the running back or the wide receiver or the mm, corner of safety. You know what I mean? So um, that could be the thing. Um, who's, you know, off the top of your head, you know, just going through the draft, uh, who's your favorite draft? I think the Jets. Uh, actually, the Jets. I think that wide receiver really hurts their team. I think it does. You said the wide receiver hurts their draft. I think it hurts their draft. Yeah, I don't. Really? Because they got rid of a receiver. <sighs> they had to replace. Him. I mean, now the. I mean, what's his Mims is ninety speed. The other Mims is a ninety two speed. I mean, he's got speed now. Um, I mean. I just he got rid of a receiver for that top pick, so I mean I'm not really I I would have traded up to two for him, but I mean I'm not mad at the pick. It's kind of like Eli Ricks, you know. I'm not mad that he took Eli Ricks. I'm mad that he traded up to two for him. Yeah, I that's what. But the thing is, he, he basically gave up shit for, for him anyway. Um, you know, besides the the wide receiver, he gave up. Um, you know, JC Jackson ain't nothing. Uh, he could have. He could have took a D tackle. His best D tackle is a sixty-seven. Um, yeah. He could have. He could have. Let's see what else is there. A D tackle looks like the main hole on defense. Even though you know we just talked about how great his defense was. His D tackle spot. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, a lot of these got Quentin Williams. What was I looking at? Oh, okay, okay. He only has one left end, so I went down a few spots. Okay, never mind. Um, I mean, he could use a couple left ends. He's only got the one. I guess, I don't, I don't know why he got that second pick, to be honest. All you needed was James Williams, and your, your, your team's now, all you got to do is draft a bunch of depth. Maybe it's, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, the speed, he's like, maybe this guy is 97 speed. You know what I mean? Like, the hope that he's uber fast. And he was a 95 speed, which isn't bad at all. But it's definitely not, you know, it's not anything you trade up to two for. You know what I mean? Like uh, Speed's everywhere. Yeah, speed's everywhere. So, I, I want to trade up to two. So, he is, he, he is the second fastest. Uh, obviously, JT got young, but with 96 speed. There's a bunch of... I'm on the first page with how many is it show? 15. So at least the first 15 guys all have 91 plus speed. Um, there's a 96, 95, 94, 93, 92, 92, 92, and the rest are all 91. So, I mean, there there's plenty of guys you could have taken at other spots if you wanted speed. Um, just, oh, man, I'm, I'm curious. Let me switch over to D-tackles real quick and see, kind of see what, or D-line, left end, don't matter. Kind of checking out the rookie. Uh, DNs and see what he could have got. Bet um he could oh yeah he could have took Corey Foreman at two. That went the he went number three. Uh he, he, was, he was the he was the best guy. Um he could have took Jack Sawyer, moved him to the other side. Shout out to it for, for trading up to three, but doing it while knowing what he wanted as well. Because the last time he traded up. Yeah, no clue what he wanted. He ended up taking Eli Ricks. Yeah, he made some plays. He made some plays in our preseason game. And Eli, Eli Ricks is somebody that you know, with good corner. But that that draft, like, if you needed a cornerback, I feel like last draft was the best time to get that. Eli Ricks got a pick six in our game too. (laughs) Honestly, the a the craziest stat of the draft right now that I'm looking at that I've discovered. Uh, Washington football team drafted the first best and second best tight ends in the draft. He got the two top tight ends. He got Cade. He got he got Cade Stover and Jalen Lay. Jalen Lay is like that six seven guy. I think I think he's super tall. But my thing is, doesn't Mike have? He had a tight end. He drafted Jalen Watermeyer last year. So I mean, he's like Neff. He's going with five tight ends. I was going to say, Weidemeyer really didn't you know, turn out to be much. So I could uh, I could get why he, he would go back and I mean, dip I mean, into I think Kate's kind of the same guy. Like, they're not fast, you know, but they, they're solid. They're, they're good tight ends to me. You know what I mean? But I think he's probably – he has – if he's drafting two with Weidemeyer already there, I think you have to be what? planning on – most this, and he runs the ball a lot. So what? Weidermeyer, 76 receptions, 1,027 yards, and eight touchdowns. Why did you need two more? Why did you need two more tight ends? I get he didn't. Maybe maybe he wants a dev, but I just. I just I think know. he has to go heavy tight ends, and that's the old. That's the only explanation yeah. I can see. Like the only that's, one that's legit. Why I I I took I wanted George Kittle is to go to tight ends for 
you know, as uh, you know, run that twelve personnel for most of the. It's either that or he has an addiction to tight ends. One of the. <laughs> one, one of the two. It might have been the only hole on this team where he really felt he needed to address, and you know. He probably didn't like the draft in other positions, and he was like, "I need a tight end. So let me let me take a few shots, and then maybe you get a dev, and then you know that changes your tight end room a little bit." Um, I actually wanted to take a tight end, but I I, I had so much need at corner that I was like, you know, what? I should just you know go ahead and take a take another corner. You, you drafted uh, four of them. Yeah, so I was like, I'm gonna just go take another corner because there was still a corner on the board that I liked, and I had favorite four corners. So yeah, he drafted four corners, uh, two out, two outside linebackers, and a D tackle. So enough, obviously taking those four corners, someone's got to take some spots. So I know you've you've looked into them. Who what what's going on with your corner situation here with these rooks? I know your your lower ones. Fred Davis is the fastest. Um, Rivas Johnson is second fat. They have 91, 92 speed, but um. Newsom's got that. He's got that zone in that man. Seventy-seven zone, eighty-three man. I mean, he he's pretty. This this is one of those guys. I was saying he's got the coverage, but is he's fucking. He's gonna get burned. Yeah. So uh, the interesting part is uh, this is one of the guys we talked about, and I actually expect to go a lot sooner than he did. I played it down from two to get more draft picks, and I was like, I get a bunch of corners that I, you know, there's no corner in this draft where I'm like, I need to get him. And I need to stay in this position. I said, you know, there's a bunch of corners. Let me get some more draft picks because there's other things I need to address. Uh, I wanted to address uh, another pass rusher on the other side of TJ Watt. I wanted to address a coverage linebacker because I'm switching to a 4-3 defense. So I wanted to address that more, um, you know, uh, traditional linebacker. I assume you're putting Watt at left end then. You know what? I can't move. I can't move. Right. In your depth chart, you're, which are you? You're putting him at right end. I assume you'll probably play right. right, right in those. Probably mix it up. I might even put him inside on uh, passing downs, trying to get that uh, interior pass rush as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know. So you have you have you have Byron Jones, mm-hmm. Justin Lane, Damon Arnett. I assume will probably get traded if possible. If not, he'll probably be your three or four. Mike Davis probably won't play, and then you'll have uh, Newsom or Fred Davis. Um, who do, out of these five? Who 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 are your your starting three? Uh, if I had to, my starting three for uh, the whole the whole locker yeah, room. Say, right say, say say your your base defense is a nickel, just like mine, just like the Jets. Yeah. Who who are, who are your three corners out of Jones, Lane, Arnett, Newsom, and Davis? I think it. I think. And how do you determine out, this? I think it's gonna be. Uh, there's gonna be two. Um, it's gonna be two, and then in a nickel, um, it depends on what happens. Um, it depends on who gets. It, it depends on the depth. To be honest, if I get two guys that end up with star, it could be Darren Jones and those two, and then Justin Lane and you know uh, Damon Arnett more become you know they're there if that injury happens or a trade. Happens. I'm more so gonna trade Justin Lane because Damon Arnett. I actually. Uh, sign this offseason as like a protection thing. It's like I got plenty of cap. Let me sign him just in case I need a, a reliable cutter because he's still an eighty overall. He might be slow. Um, yeah, he's, like, I, uh, he, he's like he's the same as Newsom. He's good coverage, but he's slow. And I, I mean, yeah, that could turn into a liability having two eighty nine speed corners out there. Yeah, that's why I have a Byron Jones kind of made it okay for me to move. Uh, Montgomery, even though I, I really didn't want to, 
Um, having Byron Jones, because he's still 91 speed, he's still a viable corner right now. And, um, you know, that's basically the reason. Uh, what's interesting is I'm hoping for a div. I don't know how, uh, how old Minka Fitzpatrick is, but the, I was talking to JT, and the interesting thing about the way he does the X-Factor, perfect, he's 27. So he lump sums positions. So it's linebacker, it's D-line, and then it's uh, defensive back. It's not like if you have a free safety. I always thought if it was you would have a free safety that's uh, you got a dev uh, for that mentor point um, that you need to draft a free safety. It's not like that. If you got a if you got a superstar X factor in the defensive backfield at all, and he's a mentor uh, possibility, he's going to get points for corners, safeties, uh, for uh, strong safety, free safety. It doesn't matter. Any defensive back. Same thing with linebackers. So any linebacker I would have drafted would have gets a point for uh, TJ Watt and stuff like that, which I didn't know. Um, also, for anybody that wants to know, I asked him this question. I was like, can I change that position now or should I hold up until the dev tool is done? Um, which you saw me change one of my rookies back to his original position, which was left outside linebacker from right end. And that was basically because he told me, he's like, it, it's the day I run the tool, which is you know, the day of, uh, you know, next tomorrow, is it right. tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Night. Yeah. Tomorrow night when he runs the tool, you got to pretty much after he does that, get on before the commissioners get on and edit. Like if you get a super strong factor and you want to move over like the free safety to the strong safety with the New York Jets, you better get on, uh, before they go and edit because once he's, once he's that superstar, you can't move him. And you can't move him before because you might affect him getting, you know, uh, you know, the extra point for being a mentor, you know, from left to, from a linebacker to defensive line was one of my situations. So I moved him back and hopefully I'll get on. If he does get that superstar, superstar outsider, I get on, get on in time where I could move him and he's going to get the correct abilities instead of him just getting abilities for a linebacker. I, I really hope that, um, we're smarter with the DDT, and it comes out tonight, and they use the bye week to fucking edit players this season, on like last season. I don't, I don't think they'll do it either. But I mean, it just we have an extra day to do nothing, and you might as well do it spending, do it doing the important editing that needs to be done, rather than all right, well, DDT's here at ten. And, you know, guys want to guys want to play with their guys. They want to play in advance, and they're like, "Oh, well, I gotta wait till fucking midnight." You know, till my guy gets done. So I, I kind of hope they take the time to, you know, choose, use their time wisely and get it done during the bye week. Are we talking about training camps? No, but those need to come out too. What are we talking about? DDT edits being done advance week one instead of the bye week that we get in the preseason. Oh. Yeah, you were part of the show. You would know that. Yeah. Um, how dare I? Uh, uh, how dare, dare you work and try to get yeah. a fucking income? Like, how dare guys. you make a living? How dare you? <laughs> PML is life, sir. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, it's not like I get paid here. <laughs> hey, yeah, whoa, you do. Whoa. <laughs> I know, I saw you post the most recent one. <laughs> Trying to say JT don't pay us, bro. Like, what are you trying to say? Um, but I also was talking about DDT and how it works. Um, he lumps some positions uh, for defense, like defensive backs are, you know, how you get the mentor if he's 27 and has an ability. 
you get that mental program. Um, defensive backs are lumped together. Uh, defensive ta- uh, defensive line is lumped together, and linebackers are all lumped together. So if you have one that's uh, you've got a left outside linebacker that's an X factor. Did you get a phone call? Problem. <laughs> we, we, we talked about any Titans while I was gone. No, we did not. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. How do you feel about the draft class, Wendy? Uh, dude, after like not being here and looking at who I got, I was, I was super happy with it. I hate Shut that. Up, We're talking about Wemmy's draft class now. Don't interrupt. Fucking fuck Wemmy's draft class. That was terrible. He didn't I, mean, have- I didn't have a first or second round pick, but we still uh, we got we got some of our guys. We we got two different dudes that can play sub linebacker. So I was like, shit, man. All right. Well, I got I got a ninety speed linebacker, so I got a linebacker that can play sub linebacker. Okay. Yeah. I okay. uh, I like my class. It was my I made my first first round pick of the cycle. Um. So so uh, let's let's uh, talk about it. Who is your who's your favorite? Um. You know we we've done this before. Who's your favorite pick? And so what guy in the draft that you didn't get that you wish you went out and got? Um. You know. If you had an extra draft pick or you had an earlier draft pick, uh, but you know, besides the obvious James Williams and stuff like that, I mean, I so I have two. I wanted Jatavion Sanders. Obviously, he went. That was who I wanted at pick twenty-one. JT got him at like pick eleven or whatever. Um, and then I wanted my boy out of Kentucky, JJ Weaver, and then JT once again. Uh, <laughs> drafted him. I had him in my in my uh. My sight glass as well. I'm not gonna lie to you. You guys know how I am about my Kentucky guys in uh, general, man. So uh, that 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 I think that pick eleven, by the way, was like my pick, or or maybe that was his pick. Uh, my I think mine was like seventeen. Eighteen, yeah, yeah. He he came back in before me, so he he would have had two chances to snag him. Oh, um, okay. But he moved him to linebacker. I wasn't going to do that. That he was going to like legitimately play tight end. So, um, there and then. I ended up getting Mason Smith in the first round. I really that dude's been balling in preseason. I like him, but um, just for like this, what he can be, I'm gonna say my favorite pick is um, Braylon Allen, the six two two fifty running back. Oh yeah, because he's got ninety one speed at that size. Ninety one speed. He has like ninety change of direction, something like that. Uh, he has eighty seven uh, strength and like eighty nine break tackle. Coming out. What a piece. What a oh. fucking pick. What, what round did you get him? Uh, second. And uh, what's the piece? The, the Bengals, they got um, they, Henderson, they in the Henderson first. first. Yeah, and then. Yeah, uh, oh my lord. Back. Oh my lord. I would have I I would have been taking myself. I mean, he's, not, he's not ready yet. He's like a 68, 69 overall, but, you know, once he's a training freak. camp. Once he sent him to training camp, put some AR into him. Yeah. <laughs> he's a freak, man. That's a that's a freakish athlete. You know that you missed out on. You you look at and uh, Hendrickson, which ain't no slouch, but he's five ten two twenty, I believe, or something like that. I mean, he's not six two two fifty. My problem oh. is, I just I I'm like the opposite of Wimmy. You not like be like, <laughs> no offense. We not to be like Wimmy can't throw. I can't run. So now I gotta learn how to run the ball with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm just catching strays from everyone this morning. 
So, so, it's neat. Talk about your draft a little bit. You know, uh, you have a quarterback that has been getting some, uh, you know, some love in gen chat. You know, a really nice quarterback with 88 speed. You got uh, Jordan Wilmore, the GOAT. Uh, talk about your draft class a little bit, your favorite pick, and also somebody that you might have wanted to grab if you had an earlier pick or, you know, if you had an extra pick you would have grabbed. Um, let's see. Um, I actually grabbed all the guys that I kind of wanted. Um, I had Marshall's my my corner. I traded greedy. I got Marshall with my first pick. I think I like it was like pick two ten or something like that. Second round ten pick. He's not too shabby. Um, I drafted uh the quarterback is Jalen Milrow. That's the Alabama quarterback that went that went viral a few weeks ago because he's fucking just. Jacked his shit. Um, so I took him just because he's from Alabama. That's really it. Um, and he had some speed to him. Took Jordan Wilmore so I can play him against you. Um, <laughs> I I took uh, Deion Sanders' son just because he's from Jackson State. And I, I fuck with them. Um, Roydell, uh I took a running back from Alabama as well. Uh, I took two running backs, actually, obviously. Um, Wilmore and, and Williams. But um, he's actually kind of... I think he's all right. I think he's... Uh, his speed is he's got like 89 speed or something like that. But like, I'm trying to like beef up the, the running back room a little bit just because I don't want to run Chubb into the fucking ground. Um, and then uh, JC Treader is getting there, so I drafted uh, I drafted a left guard and a center and a right tackle. Um, the left guard is probably I think I think he's one of the top guard. He might have been one of the top guys. I got him pretty late, I think. I could be completely lying to you. Um, oh yeah, I got him. I got him in the fourth round, seventy-five overall. Um, he'll probably end up taking over that center spot um, at some point. Um, but there was a. I had. Um, I had the left outside linebacker Carter out of Clemson on my list, um, and I had JJ Weaver on there. That's a Kentucky player that um, JT took. So I wanted. Uh, I wanted an outside linebacker. Did and, you have? You have JJ Weaver just because he was Kentucky and you wanted to take Dela's guy from him. Um, I, know somebody, I don't know if it was you or somebody it, else. It was me, and he he also is pretty, <laughs> he, he's not bad at all, and he's got like twelve fingers. He's solid. He's solid. Yeah. Oh, no, he's, um, he's he stood up Braylon Allen in our preseason game in the backfield. Yeah. So Ooh, that man. that was I wanted to put him on my list. Um. I don't I don't know if that Carter Carter was definitely one that I wanted. I think um. I think he ended up going to Dallas right before me because um, I had a second-round pick, and then I had, like, a bunch of fours and stuff. I had no third-round pick, so. Um, yeah, J I think Jason Marshall's probably my favorite um, player that I drafted. Um, and then Jalen Milrow and then Jordan Wilmore has actually been playing really well in preseason. Um, I think you'd actually like the way he runs. He, I think he's better, like, raw. I think he's better than he was last cycle when you had him. Um, he feels really good to run with. I think he's got two fumbles though. Actually, I like he's got one. Um, but other than that, he he runs pretty well. Um, I haven't really been showing really loved anybody. Um, Eli Cox has been out there starting because I I have my backup O line in. But other than that, I I didn't scout too much. I kind of just looked at the guys that I wanted and took them. Um, I was almost I was able to get almost every guy that I wanted besides the the, the two linebackers from Clemson and Kentucky. So. Um, not not really much that I would change to be honest. I I think I hit the Marshall pick right on the head. Um, he's just as good as Kool Aid. Um, 
which was the top corner, I believe. So, and I, I, you know, enough, me and you were talking literally, literally minutes before the draft. And I'm like, here's my top five corners. Like, you know, if whatever I don't take you, you know, that's up to you now because I I had a pick before you. You would take one one, and that's it. Yeah. I, I had the pick before you and we're both looking at corners. I'm like, here's my five. This is who I'm taking if he's there. And if not, you know, the rest is all up to you. You're a few picks later. So. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I feel like uh, everybody, everybody in here, like talk about like the boosted draft classes. I think everybody has gotten like high sixties, if not seventies, and like you know the late rounds, which yeah. is it's cool to see. Like I like seeing stuff like that, but you know, um, uh, women, you know, you weren't there, but you, I know you obviously look at your draft class. Um, I'm the computer duo. We never picked, and uh, you know, if there was a pick that you know a certain guy that you didn't get that you wanted. Uh, outside of, you know, the top guy like James Williams and stuff like that. So, uh, Brian Williams is probably, uh, he's my first pick. He's in my third round pick. Um, and, you know, six one. He's he meets sub-linebacker requirements, 88 speed. So, that's kind of a different user in the middle of the field that I'm not really used to having. Um, I've been doing something kind of different this cycle where I'm using cornerbacks more than linebackers. So kind of have that user in the middle of the field now. Um, but I think my favorite pick was, I'll look him up. I think he was my, yeah, this was, this was JT's seventh round pick. Uh, Corey Thornton, 72 overall cornerback, 91 speed. He has three interceptions so far in preseason. So, uh, uh, he might be a quarterback three or four. I mean, he might sneak into the depth chart there. He's, he's playing his ass off. I, I give him respect. But he's probably my my next favorite – or my favorite pick. And then um, got another strong safety that also meets sub-linebacker requirements who had a, a pick last game against Ant, and he's playing well. Um, but besides that, it was an overall good draft. I mean, I think we had – I think I had a, a left in that was pretty solid that we drafted late. We had a corner, two strong safeties, and then I, I believe an offensive lineman. So overall happy with it. Overall happy. Anybody in the draft that, you know, you you take it you have you taken a look at up the other rookies? Um, so far this season, or you just look at your own person? I I did not so I'll, I'll admit once I, because I knew that I was going to have um, family in town this weekend, so I wasn't going to be able to draft. Uh, I figured that out probably around like a week or two before, which is when I usually would start like looking at the draft board. So I did not look at the draft board once. Like, Do you have anybody on your draft board season. that you didn't get? No, no, no. I like, like, like. You yes. I, I, I didn't look at the know. draft board. Yeah. Once. <laughs> I, like, I, I looked at, I looked at like I think Caleb Williams last season, just because like he was kind of new and shiny. But, but yeah. that was that was the only person. But like, I did not look at the draft board once. Neff, I will say this. I know you have a you have a hard on for defensive um, linemen. Uh, I drafted this Tui guy in the fourth round. And in preseason, he got four stacks, a forced fumble, interception, and a touchdown. Jesus Christ. Put him in Jet <laughs> Put him in Jet He's not um, even that good. I put him in Jet though. 
So uh, talking about drafts, uh, you know, talk about mines a little bit. We talked about it already. Uh, my favorite pick, um, you know, <laughs> honestly depends on who gets the dev. Uh, putting uh, Newsom on to the third round was uh, very interesting because since he won, um, so I was able to replace Mon Garner for the most part immediately. Uh, he doesn't have the same acceleration or agility. He's not like as athletic um, as Garner is in certain aspects, uh, but he is still a solid corner that has a good chance of the dip. Um, you know, I got a, a other corner that got some speed at corner, which I I've been lacking all cycle. Um, but uh, I would say probably my favorite pick would be. Uh, Arrow that I got in, I think, the fifth round or fourth round or something like that. I think it was the fourth. I think it was the end of the fourth. Uh, he's a defensive end. Well, going to be a defensive end once I uh, change him over uh, in the 4-3. But he's a pass rusher. He's got 77 finesse move. You know, uh, good speed, 87 speed, 98 cell. So he had some speed on the edge for me. Um, hoping that he gets a dev. Uh, that was probably my favorite pick. A guy I wanted, I'm kind of go off, I'm gonna go uh, off the deep end here. Um, a guy I wanted, go figure, was uh, a tight end uh, that I was gonna draft late as a filler piece. You know, see if he gets a dev, and then you know if he gets a dev, maybe I move Albert. Oh, maybe I do something at tight end. But I was gonna take a shot at him. Um, 84 speed, 93 acceleration. It looks like. He's actually on the Broncos right now, Hudson Henry. Um, I was interested in taking him at some point just to take him. And uh, he turned out pretty pretty good, uh, pretty solid. And, uh, you know, I, if he had the shot at the dev, who knows what he what he becomes. Um, maybe replace George Kittle after a season. Who knows? Um, flip George Kittle again. Um, but that's pretty much it for my draft. I'm happy I got my corners. Uh, you know, my defensive backfield got a little more uh, a little more depth, got a little more safe than it was before we started the season, so I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah, overall, I think I had a good draft. Uh, also, like the Lakeem, the Dream, uh, Rudolph I drafted, the 90s feet 6'4 uh, <laughs> linebacker. Lakeem the Dream Rudolph. Yeah, Lakeem the Dream Rudolph, bro. I'm trademarking that. That that shit's Lakeem the Dream Rudolph. Uh, he's gonna be funny because he's probably gonna be trash. Yeah, he's gonna be the best linebacker <laughs> in the league. Dope name. He's gonna be my, gonna be my uh, Jordan Wilmore. This this uh this, yeah, this Jordan Wilmore. He's gonna be my yeah. Send him to me while I'm missing Diablo and I give him back. We'll, we'll do a, a FIFA loan. Loan him out for a few weeks and I'll give him back. Yeah. Treat it like FIFA. You know, loan him out. You get some XP. You get yeah, some play. Yeah. I like yeah, it. I'll I like send it. him back, man. There you go. I appreciate that. FIFA is always a real one. Always looking out. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I liked my draft. You know, it was a fun draft. This season four, it's still a lot of fun. Um, I like my draft, but everybody I wanted to draft ended up in fucking Carolina. So yeah, that's some fucking bullshit. (laughs) Carolina knew what you wanted. I think Carolina should be suspended for future drafts. He drafted (laughs) sixteen players this past draft. I think that's enough for the cycle. We need we need to kick him out. Um, Drafted two seasons worth. Uh, 
season's worth of players in this one draft. Um, so that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, um, you know, he, he loves his draft picks. And that, I looked at it last night. Uh, I was looking at the team. And the average age in Carolina right now, it's 24.5. Just because he's got old-ass Cam Newton just sitting in the in the fucking bench at 38 years old or 35 years old or whatever it was. So uh, he's got a he's got a pretty young team. Um, anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we headed out? I think we covered everything. Yeah, so that's pretty much going to do it for us, everybody. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you next time.